1: You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast,
0: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, team. every day, every day, every day, every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you aboard. It is episode number 242 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. As we get you set for a three round and three day journey through Redskins mandatory minicamp which we will be at, Uh, should be at all three days, should have plenty of coverage, should have plenty of interviews and sound and stuff to bring you back and plenty of observations on your Washington Redskins as they go through this mandatory minicamp over the next, again, three days, starting Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, and Thursday at 1130 a.m. Eastern time. As always, you can check at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, uh, for any timely information, as well at Russellmania six two one at Russellmania six two one, uh, and on today's episode, wanted to get right to this. Uh, before we look ahead, we wanted to look back. Josh Dachson, of course, did not get the fifth year option picked up on his contract. Of course, he's been a disappointment as the number twenty two overall pick in two thousand sixteen. Uh, of course was hurt in his rookie year, then a pretty good second year, and a step back last year. But Josh Doxson met with reporters at Redskins Park last week and, of course, had acknowledged some of the issues and some of the challenges and some of the mindset that he takes into this year. Josh Doxson doesn't speak very often, so we wanted to bring it to you. uh, Thanks to the reporters out on the scene uh, Josh
2: Doxon meeting with reporters at
0: Redskins Park. What is it you want to
2: you prove down? Uh, I don't think I, I, I'm not trying to prove nothing to nobody. Uh, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, get on chemistry with these quarterbacks and uh, uh, trying to find a fit. So what, what have your impressions been of, of Askins so far? He's good, man. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's a quick learner, I'd say. Um, I don't know what they did over there at Ohio State, but they was doing something right because uh, – He's came. He's came in here, and uh, he's uh, he hasn't really hesitated. He's like he's real quick, and he makes his decisions quick, and he uh, throws with a lot of accuracy. So that's good. Have you notice Terry's been the same way, quick learner. Yeah, yeah. The, the Ohio State kids are fast, man. So uh, uh, I like what I see, and that's going to be a you know good compliment to the offense.
3: Did you do anything different this offseason? Do you feel different at all?
2: Um, yeah, I feel different. You know, I'm a, I've aged so. Uh, you know, I'm a year, uh, year ahead of uh, most of these guys, a couple of years. So, uh, you know, moving up third and third oldest in the room. So uh, I think with experience comes knowledge. So uh, I think I've gained a lot more knowledge.
3: Just in OTAs and all that, but do you already? can you see it out here? Do you feel it when you're out there running routes? Do you, how does that manifest itself it's, out here?
2: It's, it's hard, man, because this is OTAs, man. And then we go to training camp and it's just training camp. You won't really know, man until uh, you in the season against a different team, man. I mean, these guys, you know, going against the dumb bars, these guys have seen it all. So uh, it's practice is a lot harder than games. It's always been like that, um, and everybody will tell you that. Uh, so you won't really know until the season comes I up.
3: I sorry, about that. not picking up the fifth-year option. Yeah. Did, did that surprise you? What did it mean to you? Uh,
2: no, nah, I didn't. Uh, I I think it's just, man, I'm hitting free agency next year. I, I, just, I won't be the first. I won't be the last that this has happened to. or uh, not even a fifth year, just a, a fourth year going into their fifth season. I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing to be sad about, be mad about. Uh, you know, somebody wants you out there, so it's, it's it's all love. Can
3: you use that as motivation, John?
2: No, I don't take because then that would mean it would have it got to me, would have frustrated me, would have made me feel some type of way. There's no motivation into that. Is it weird being one of the older guys now? It is, man. It's like college, though. You know, uh, you know, going from shoot from even from high school. So this is. Same thing, different stage. So uh, I, I like it, though. You know, I got a lot of these guys that ask me questions, look up to me. I, I, I appreciate that. And uh, I try to uh, steer them in the right way.
3: Uh, your of Kevin and his
2: Yeah. Oh, I love Kevin. Kevin was uh, always a, a, a player-friendly guy. And um, he gets it. Uh, he gets us. And so, that, you know, we got that relationship and connection throughout the whole offense.
0: The world has a tendency to overvalue first-round picks, like put everything on it. I mean, do you feel almost the weight of that at times. Is it overvalue. Well, the not idea that,
2: not, that it's only they only
0: care about first-round picks, mm. you know, and, and everything is judged on you have to have a Hall of Fame numbers as a first-round mm. pick. and did, Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is that, feel, yeah. Do you feel that? Well, I feel that
2: pressure? It? You know, I did when I first got here. I think the first two years. My first year I was injured, second year I felt the pressure, and now I was just you know, it's playing ball, you know. Um, there's been, what, three or four first rounds since me, so that pressure's on them. Uh, more so than I am. Uh, I'm just can play ball now. And uh, so it's, it's a it's a good thing and a bad thing, I guess, maybe. But um, it is what it is. Uh, I think that's the pressure of the world uh, versus the pressure you're putting on yourself. So once you see what you're thinking about, then you can just relax and play ball. When did
3: you stop? Do you, do you still feel that pressure? Or do you no, know, is it no, when did you it. stop feeling it?
2: That's what I said after my uh, second year. Uh, you know, I was hurt my first, second I played and I uh, trying to figure it out. And third, I uh, had four different quarterbacks. So we'll see what happens this year. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah.
0: I would imagine, I mean, you must have been building something with Alex. And then it goes down. Does that just throw everything off? What does that do?
2: Right? You know, it's it's hard. You know, I, I don't really know what to say about that, man. It's just, it, it's the nature of the game. I've never been a part of something like that. That was the most freakish thing I've ever seen in my, probably, hopefully my whole career. Um, but, um, you know, seeing Alex out here is just, man, it's just, you it, it's, it's more than football, man. So you just kind of feel for those guys that are going down with these injuries, and you're just thankful to just kind of play another down.
4: Has anything inspired you differently in the last
0: couple of years?
2: Differently? I think just my knowledge of the game, uh, knowing that, uh, you know, I'm kind of crossing over into uh, the peak of my career. So, uh, you know, this game is running – my time is running out like time sand. So uh, I think it's just kind of more of a uh, – you know, emotional last half of my career where it's just like, man, this will be the last time I tie these cleats. So uh, uh, I guess it's kind of definitely leaning me more in uh, loving the game as a year's advance. How
3: do you deal with that pressure when it is – you said that, you know, in your second year it bothered you a little bit. How, how did you go about, like, getting it because I guess so it's not too unhealthy or, like, how would you kind of categorize that?
2: Say it one more time. Right?
3: How did you just go about managing the pressure to where it was eventually gone? Like, how did it how did it go away – where you felt comfortable?
2: I think, um... You know, I did things outside of football. I think uh, I found uh, ways to... uh, Everybody needs that outlet, man. You know, uh, you guys, everybody, him. You know, everybody needs uh, kind of a different twist of, uh, you know, a life, what life can throw at you or what life can be about. So, uh, you know, I started reading more. I started uh, diving into uh, different um, books that interest me and kind of... uh, Self, uh, I guess, spiritual wellness and, you know, kind of help calm me down and uh, and see that, you know, this is a this is a child's game that you're fortunate to play and feed your family and um, be able to sit down and retire early on in your life. So I think that kind of took away a lot of the pressures and knowing that uh, this is a sport, it's a game. You're going know, to have highs and lows like life, and it is what it is.
3: What book, any, any book in particular that's?
2: Yeah, I, you know, uh, I always share, The Urban Monk. Um, it's kind of about asceticism, it's self-discipline, and kind of how to live a I'd say a frugal life you know as you can see you got a whole bunch of million dollar 20 year olds so uh that's definitely a lot of good knowledge to have and uh you know it kind of just uh takes the the world pressures off you and helps you uh I guess kind of recalibrate, re- recalibrate and uh balance are you reading that during the season or in the off season oh, yeah. yeah I haven't finished I'm about halfway through but it's man it's a good read Would you start doing all the reading things like that Probably this last year, man. Uh, I really got into it this last year, and um, it's man, it's uh, it's helped me a lot, uh, to say the least.
0: Just made you want to do that, or is it?
2: Designed? Ooh, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just I'm getting older. You know, you, take, <laughs> you know, you not like, like veggies being young, and now I love every kind of vegetable. So it's kind of it's kind of that thing, you know. With age, you kind of find more interest in that thing.
0: Do you feel more at home here?
2: Oh man, I love this place. This is I bought a house out here, so. Uh, hope to keep that for life. So, yeah, this is uh, definitely a good place to um, uh, come back to always. Your trips, like, and then you went to Rwanda, I think, Wanda, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, Does
3: that help kind of put things into perspective?
2: And- yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, it's just kind of back to, uh, you know, being frugal. You know, you see the simplicity of life over there and you see how much you don't need uh, when you come back. And, um, yeah, I mean, traveling is humbling, man, for sure.
3: When, when, how long were you over there?
2: Uh, about a week and a half. What about a week want to go there? I wanted to go to Ghana initially, but um, uh, something kind of stirred me in the direction of uh, Rwanda. I think it was kind of more so I wanted to see the infrastructure of the city after you know the genocide that happened uh, as of recently and um, see how you want to talk about everybody uh, being unified or, or, or fighting back and uh, the teamwork. That's man. That country. That it has a whole lot of morals and values there, man. A lot of discipline, and uh, I think that was a, a trip of a lifetime right there, for sure.
3: It's a completely different. Thing. Would you like to be on Hard Knocks? Do you care?
2: Do I like to be on Hard Knocks?
3: That's that, a possibility.
2: Oh, we are. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I won't. You know me. I won't say much, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that'd be. It'd probably be good for the organization and uh, bring some exposure to the team. So. Cool.
3: What success look like for you this
2: year? What will success look like? Yeah, I think winning is success. I think winning uh, uh, correlate to everybody, uh, you know, having success. Uh, so uh, it'd be kind of selfish to say individually uh, what I want to do or achieve, but obviously individually I do have to bring it. So uh, uh, you know, I guess yeah, success uh, would definitely be winning.
0: All right, so that is Redskins wide receiver Josh Doxson, obviously going into a very important year. We'll take a quick timeout right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. It is episode uh, number 242. We'll come back. We'll hear from Redskins rookie corner Jimmy Moreland, who had a huge day last week, picking off Dwayne Haskins for a 101-yard interception return for a touchdown among three interceptions on the day that the media was allowed out at Redskins Park. Uh, And as well, we have to still get to part two of defensive coordinator Greg Minuski. That's all next, coming up here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. And don't forget, when you get in your car, tell your smart speaker device to play podcast Locked on Redskins. Play podcast Locked on Redskins. And also don't forget, you can get the new. Uh, Himalaya podcasting app right now at your app store. It's free, super easy to use. Every single podcast you're, you love, you're searching for, including the Locked on Redskins podcast. They also have personally curated playlists made just for you by our expert podcast tastemakers. Themed collections, comedy, mystery sports, everything you need. Himalaya, go check them out uh, and check out the Locked on Redskins podcast on Himalaya back in a flash.
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, back here, episode number 242 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Uh, Reminder, guys, today's show in part brought to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like Your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. Back to Redskins Park last week where defensive coordinator Greg Minuski finished up his session with the media. We played part one for you on episode number 241. So if you missed that, please go check it out. Episode 241 for part of Greg Minuski. That also included part of Jay Gruden uh, and more on that particular episode. But part of... Greg Minuski, the final part of his session with the media, hasn't spoken in a while, uh, so thought it was certainly worth our time right here on episode number 242 right here and now.
3: What have the additions of coaches like Horton, Rob Ryan, what have they done for the staff so far?
5: I think uh, it's over 50, gang, you know, pretty much all of us, uh, a lot of old guys. Uh, But uh, pretty much the best thing about it is just shooting back ideas back and forth of what, uh, you know, Ray has done in the past. Uh, And the same thing with Rob, you know, going back and forth on uh, certain situations, Uh, could be in two minute situation, could be in red zone. Uh, But just going back and forth, just shooting, you know, what they've done in the past, what we do here. And uh, it's been actually pretty cool, you know, sitting down, talking with those guys. Have you
3: tweaked some things already because of that?
5: Uh, yeah, you know, pretty much I think overall, uh, from a learning standpoint, made it a little bit easier for the players. So, you know, if, if players have to come in and, and learn a new system, it's, it's not as hard. Uh, I used to do that back in San Francisco when I was there, so it wasn't that major of a deal for myself. But, uh, you know, we changed a little bit of things here and there.
3: Just curious, when you're looking at the uh, receivers going up against the defensive backs, who's been standing out to you so far on either side of the ball?
5: Well, I think uh, you know the receivers or our guys? Either side. Uh, Jimmy Moreland had a hat trick today, so he had three interceptions, which I've never seen, you know, over my career actually in practice. But uh, that was great for him. Uh, you know, uh, young, young uh, nickelback corner uh, that's been playing is Jimmy. Uh, wide receiver-wise, I don't know. I don't really care exactly. You know, I don't really deal with that side of the ball. And i'm not saying that in a bad way all right I, I, I do care okay but i don't you know really focus on that but overall uh you know i think our D, db's with the communication standpoint i think trap shows up i think the shows up and it's great to have landon back there uh but overall uh you know it's a nice little group showing up what's a guy like drc ed uh, i tell you the truth you know just Just an older guy that understands football, you know, understands schemes, knows route recognitions, he knows exactly what's coming, and uh, has been productive over the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks that he's been here, you know, and and he's picked up the system. It's kind of easy for him, which is pretty cool from my standpoint.
1: Greg, speaking of Jimmy, um, how much of a surprise has he been? Did you guys have any inkling that he was this much, that he could... um make these kinds of plays. Oh, I definitely knew that when we drafted
5: him. No, I had no idea. I mean, just overall, uh, just a smart, you know, even Ray was telling me he went back to see his notes and stuff on Jimmy. Uh, Just a a smart football player, you know, and knows exactly what he's supposed to do. Uh, Understands the game, you know, uh, very well. You know, it reminds me a little bit of a Kendall Fuller type of player that we have. And I'm excited for him. You know, right now it's early. Uh, You know, he made a couple of picks so far, but I'm just saying overall – He's performing very well.
0: How much more ready is Troy Apke to play this year compared to where he was coming out last year? I think any
5: rookie that comes into the league, it's hard. You know, I remember even when I first came in. You know, you know exactly what you're supposed to do. And I think uh, last year, I remember telling him, I said, I want you in those meetings every every week. You know, just to get the concepts and, and understand exactly where your eyes are supposed to be um, and where everybody's supposed to be because you're actually the signal caller on the back end. And uh, he was in every one of the meetings, uh, and he took note of it, and uh, it starts to show out in the field. You know, he understands um, coverages now, he understands, uh, you know, formationally what teams are going to do against us. So I think. every year that you grow in the nfl i think that th- first year you're going to learn out what you're supposed to do second year you start to learn the defense and guys what they're doing around you and then third year you usually say okay this is the how the offense is attacking us so i think he's in that second and third year transition wise troy is in that group of safeties
3: who are kind of fighting for that spot next to landon what kind of qualities do you need to see from the person who's eventually going to take that job
5: uh, they call them for safeties for a reason, right? They're, they're the safety valve. If something breaks through, you got to make those plays on the back end. And uh, I think he's one of those players that can make plays in space, you know, when the running backs come and breaks through the line, you know, if, if we do have a mishap up front. But, uh, you know, overall from a coverage standpoint as well, you know, they're going to cover those main tight ends. Uh, or he's in the post, you know, depending upon where we think we, we see him as right now. I mean, we're still judging both, uh, every player. Uh, but
0: overall, uh, I like where Trap's at. How much do things change for you next week, mandatory and, and Josh Norman being here from a tenor standpoint, a tone standpoint, and having that veteran? Yeah, I think
5: it's game. important, you know, to get everybody, you know, in, in here to train and perform at a high fashion. And just, you know, from the communicational standpoint, we changed a little bit. So I think uh, Josh has got to turn over and study a little bit more and understand exactly where. Uh, how the calls are being called now compared to they were last year you mentioned jimmy
3: moreland before you've got a lot of young other young corners on the roster the, the three guys in particular who made the team a, a year ago where do you kind of see that whole is that one of the more interesting competitions going to going forward here this summer all those young cornerbacks
5: yeah i think everybody you know from that standpoint you know dunny's been a little bit banged up you know still hasn't practiced and stuff but uh, and then josh hasn't been around uh, I think it's important they have those guys around to understand the system. Uh, but for those young guys, you know, they just got to keep on battling. Some days you're going to have some bad days, and then some days you're going to have some great days. So you got to keep on struggling, you know, through these decent amount of installs that they we're putting on them and starting to learn the defense, which majority of them have. You guys are best. Thanks. All
0: right, once again, that's Redskins defensive coordinator Greg Minuski meeting with reporters. Thanks to Redskins Audio and Charlie Royhill uh, for providing that. Appreciate that. As well, guys, don't forget today's Locked On Redskins podcast brought to you by Untuck It. We thank them for sponsoring Locked On. If you are looking for a great Father's Day idea and a gift idea, their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking, no tailoring required. Go to untuckit.com, promo code NBA to get 20% off. That's untuckit. Dot com promo code NBA to get twenty percent off. Back to Redskins Park now, where the star of the show last week, Jimmy Moreland, seventh round pick at a James Madison University, also briefly met with reporters.
4: Prep and you know, things like that. So it just it just developed into a DB now. You know, I gotta I gotta play my man. You know, um, we got Dunbar. He was a receiver in college. You know, he switched to cornerback. Um, you know, so it's just good things like that. When did you officially switch? Um, on college, you know, right going into college. You now, yeah, I played quarterback everything in high school. And then when I got to college, my own um, defensive coordinator said he wanted me to play DB. So feel like I was best at that.
1: Jay's kind of rallied around you. You know, you making plays, and everybody's super hype. It seems like the kind of team's really kind of rallying around your playmaking and energy. Mm-hmm. What's that like for you kind of stepping in as a rookie, and all of a sudden you got the whole squad kind of? <laughs>
4: you know, just doing my job. You know, um, I know what I'm capable of doing. You know, I, I know I, I can bring energy up. You know, I can um, get the guys laughing and things like that, and I also, also can make a lot of good plays. So, you know, just staying focused and just being in the film room helps a lot. How did that it lets me know how the quarterback reads, you know. Um, and um, when we playing zone covers, I always got my eyes back on the quarterback, you know. Uh, I got a great vision. I got a um, good perimeter in my vision, you know. And I'm just just trying to make the best of my defense. Good. I'm good. does it mean having the military out here for you? You know, it means a lot. You know, um, Memorial Day just passed. You know, they do a lot of great things for the whole nation. So, you know, I'm going go over there after this and um, thank them for everything they did. All right, so once again, that
0: is Jimmy Moreland, Jay Gruden referring to him as a mouse in the house. He's got four turnovers in the two sessions that reporters have been at. Let's see what he can put together over this three-day mandatory minicamp against higher-level competition. Today's show also brought to you in part by Grip6, ultra-lightweight with no holes, no flap, and it's a great Father's Day gift to go uh, for and go to Grip6.com. They have a special offer for you at grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. That's grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. If you're looking for a cool new belt, check them out. Grip6 belts. Also, once again, as we keep telling you each and every episode, find and download the new Himalaya Broadcast, a podcasting app, I should say on the app store or on the Google play store. Don't forget. To follow Locked On Redskins while you're there, episodic, shareable playlists. Listeners can build podcast playlists by the episode, customize it just like a playlist for songs, and then you get to share it through social texts and email. You can like, and comment, give thumbs up, and comment on individual episodes, all available to you and more at the new Himalaya Podcasting app. Download it right now on the App Store or Google Play. And go get locked on Redskins back in a flash to wrap up episode number 242 on the locked on Redskins podcast.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for mock draft Monday on the locked on NFL draft podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, guys, we welcome you back. It is episode number 242 of the Locked On Redskins Podcast and we are again back. The Redskins made a small little roster move on Monday as they get ready for, again, this three day mini camp. They signed offensive tackle Blake Hance. That's Blake, last name H A N C E. I know nothing about Blake Hance, so I'm just passing that along and just being completely and totally honest with you. Now, another story. Two stories that we'll wrap up the show with uh, here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, And that is this. Um, Zach Brown talked to some reporters as the Philadelphia Eagles are having their offseason program. And he, of course, joined the Philadelphia Eagles from the Washington Redskins. And Zach Brown's tenure with the Redskins? Well, you know, wasn't very good, quite honestly, and didn't end pretty. So on Monday, during Eagles OTAs, Brown was talking about how great it was in Philadelphia and also took a shot at the Redskins, saying, quote, according to the Eagles Wire, a part of USA Today, quote, nobody has a problem with anybody. Everybody is cool. This locker room is different from the locker room I came from. There's no clicks. It's one big click. I can talk over there and mess with the linemen, talk with them, chit-chat, play cornhole. The running backs are right here, so I always give them beep. And then he went on and talked about the differences in some of the franchises. Uh, he said comparing, the, you know, basically the two franchises uh, side by side, um, and he said that the Eagles are all about chasing championships, and for the Redskins— They're one singular, you know, they didn't have one singular uh, focus. But if they had one singular focus, he said, Zach Brown, according to NBC10 in Philadelphia, it was the Eagles. Quote, that's all they talk about. Oh, the Eagles this, oh, this, oh, that. But the Eagles, they're worried about, they're worrying about, we're worrying about a championship here. He said, of course, it should be known that there's nothing wrong with a little revenge. So that's Zach Brown for whatever that's uh, worth. Another quick story is this. Josh Norman, who is indeed expected to join the Redskins at training camp or I I should say at mandatory minicamp, he, my colleague Aaron Hawksworth did confirm that and I've also uh, heard the same thing as well. He was on Sirius XM's NFL radio on Monday and the show called Moving the Chains. And he said, quote, when asked about uh, the rumors that he could be released, quote, it's all hoopla and what they want it to be and selling tabloids. That's really what it is, selling tabloids to give people something to talk about. Now, there was an audio clip there. I sent that out and put that on Twitter, at Locked Redskins, so you guys can hear it, at Locked Redskins, Josh Norman, courtesy of Sirius XM NFL Radio. And before we get out of here, we will tell you that, again, Locked on Redskins will be at Redskins Park the next couple of days with plenty of coverage for you right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. My brain is fried. Adios. Hey,
1: Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.